Boys, welcome to Cold Film Interview, the podcast where we discuss the films you love, but no one else gets and we see if they still hold up. Tonight, things are heating up. It's getting hot in here. And if you're not careful, you just might get burned because we're talking about the burning. So let's start the show. Your Hollywood system stole our sex and co-opted our violence, so there's nothing left for our kinds of movies. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> where in the hell are we? Hey guys, thanks for joining the cult. We really appreciate it. Do us a favor, head over to iTunes, leave us a review, and we'll give you a shout out at the end of the show. We got one to do. Shout, shout out. out. That's right. Then do us a favor, head over to cultfilmandreview.com for all your cultfilmandreview.com needs, like picking up a t-shirt, mm. watching the latest video that's dropped. Do it. You know? You can get all all the episodes at cultfilmandreview.com. You can, you can request films for us to review at cultfilmandreview.com. So make sure you go there. And we are going to be at the Phoenix Film Bar yet again showing Gummo the day after Thanksgiving, bringing the family together. <laughs> yeah, that's that's tomorrow, actually. <laughs> that's tomorrow from this episode. Yeah, that's tomorrow. That's tomorrow. Oh, Black Friday got blacker this year. <laughs> Blackest Friday Blackest in November. Friday. We're doing gummo. I'm excited about it. There's a lot of there's a lot of buzz about it on the internet. I think it's right gonna now. be a one I, of those. I haven't seen any buzz. There is buzz. What buzz? There's yeah, a lot what? of buzz. Who? Who is buzzing? Buzz on the event page. Seriously, guys, think about how awesome it's gonna be to watch an uncomfortable movie with a group of people. I just I, wanna, I just want to know what it's gonna be like when we get back after the movie. What are we gonna say? Oh, everything. I'm uh, sure. So uh, good. Uh, <laughs> Film, right, guys? Would you say we're gonna be passing out <laughs> antidepressants? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get some Zoloft for everybody. Yeah, I love that. it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like there's some, there's, you know, this is. Uh, I, I will say this film has been labeled by, uh, and this is a, a direct quote from Chris Willenbrecht from ColtFilmInterview.com. Uh, you Incredible go there, source. Can you, you find that quote on the website? You no, know, <laughs> you can actually. In the episode where we review Gummo, Chris says that this is a quintessential cult film. Quintessential. Cult mm. film, mm. and you can get bold statement. It is a bold statement. You can get tickets to see why Chris said that. <laughs> Where Chris at the film bar phx.com. And if you're wondering who Chris is, as always, I am joined by Kyle Smith. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how's it going? Chris Wilmer. Hey, what's up? And Michael Salustio. Hello, everybody. Tonight, we're talking about The Burning. It was directed by Tony Milan. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> yeah, we've been playing with his name today. <laughs> Came out in 1981. Had a budget of 1.5 million dollars. Made 700 thousand in the box office. <laughs> not million. You thought I was going there, didn't you, Kyle? Not at Calm all. Calm down. Not at all. Was filmed in New York. Currently sits in an 86 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow, that's pretty good. And was Chris's pick. Chris, why'd you pick The Burning? I'm ashamed to say that I have never seen this movie before, and it has always been on my list. Um, I know a lot of people have talked about how this butts up right next to Friday the 13th and how um, 
you know, it has the same kind of feel, but for some reason it always gets overshadowed by some, a lot of the other slashers. I don't, I don't know why, at least it wasn't as prominent to me. So I wanted to see it and see what all, you know, see if it had something to offer that, you know, was worth talking about on the show. And I didn't know if anybody here had seen it either. So thought it'd be fun. Kyle, I'm happy you picked this film because it has also been on my list for, I can't even remember how long. I've always heard about this movie, and I've always wanted to watch it, and I don't know why I haven't up to this point. So when you picked it, like I was fucking excited. Yeah. I was like, finally, I get to see this awesome movie. Because the cover art looks cool. Like it just, it. just I love the idea of the shears as a weapon. So, yeah, I hadn't, hadn't seen it before, but heard of it. I'll agree that cover art also was a part of that decision yeah, because I've sure. been seeing it for so long and I'm like, that looks badass. Mm-hmm. Mike? Like, this is a film I hadn't, the I, I had heard about it, but only after like the whole Harvey Weinstein uh, Debacle? I wouldn't call it a debacle. <laughs> I don't know what to call it. Yeah, the, the fact that legal, he's a, legal issues. Yeah, legal issues. <laughs> we like put it that so way. Um, well, I mean, it's not like he accidentally did horrible shit. Um, guys, that would imply scumbag. a debacle. Yeah. <laughs> oh, was debacle accidentally? I just thought it meant like a horrendous meant, like, situation. It seemed, it seemed I, thought, like, I associate debacle with like cala- calamity. Confusion. Yeah, right. And... There's no confusion okay. here. Yeah, no, he, he did that did on purpose. Shitty things and and he got in trouble for it. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I remember hearing that um, a few people kind of saying, well, you know, if you really wanted to get into the mind of Harvey Weinstein, maybe you should check out some of the characters in The Burning as representations of his <laughs> attitude towards women. Uh, we can talk about it a little bit later, but that's the only time I had ever really heard about this film was it was the Harvey Weinstein written <sighs> horror film. It was, a, it was a peek his into his dark into, side. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. there is a lot of weird things that happen in character descriptions in this film that I am excited to talk about. I, I, I've heard of this film before. I had heard Jason Alexander talk about this film, but not realize that this was the film that we were talk, we were watching. Okay. Like, I've heard him on podcasts talk about this very briefly. Nothing, because no one, no one obviously dwells on this, on his career, where they're like, okay, now tell us about the burning. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? They're more like, hey, so Seinfeld. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? So it's, I'm it's gonna not do that. Like, I'm going to do that if I ever talk to Jason. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna be like, yeah, so what? So you played some character named Stanza. Okay, whatever. Yeah. Let's talk about the burning. Yeah. Yeah. You I want probably you take, love that. Take me to that journey put me in where you like were the, at. Can you see that in the actor studio? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Starting off. And your first film, put The me in Burning. Tell me where you were then. <laughs> Tell me, a young, vivacious actor. <laughs> but I, I honestly had seen the cover art, but never remember the name of the film. Just remember the cover art, never remember the name of the film. So this is a first time watch for me. So this is a this is the first for everyone? Yeah, it was the first for me. That wow. being also. So. Yeah. Wow, first time for everyone. This mm-hmm. is, what is this, first time November? It is first time. It is first, first time November. Yeah. And yeah, I'm bummed that this was. I mean, not bummed, but actually, like, right? I'm like, damn, why haven't I? Why? Right? It's weird, but it is kind of very similar to a lot of other movies, and we can get into that with probably plots with Mike. <laughs> why not? <laughs> uh, so this film starts off with uh, these uh, four young men. They're at camp. And they just really fucking hate some dude named Cropsy. They don't like him one bit. <laughs> we don't really know why necessarily they don't like him so much, but they, man, they hate him. And they concoct this idea that they're going to scare the shit out of him. And uh, they do that by burning this like weird skull effigy thing that they created. And they sneak it into his, his room. 
And uh, when he sees it, he gets startled. He kicks it over. It lights his bed on fire, and he burns what presumably is to death. Um, cut to, I guess, a few years later? Maybe five? Well, it cuts to, like, a few weeks later, and he's in the hospital. Okay, yeah, okay, right. Okay. But he's giving you the overall I'm story. He's giving you the overview. Oh, we don't need to go yeah, into We're not going into, like, super detail oh, okay. yet. Save few, for the show. A few years. <laughs> I just want to get it all knocked out now. I'm assuming a few years pass. I'm, I'm guessing five, because... One of the characters. I think it says five years later. Yeah. Okay. No, it never. It never. It I don't is. think it ever says, but I'm going to guess yeah. based on the ages of everybody. Uh, <laughs> it's another season time. at camp, and a bunch of kids are out there, and they're having a good time doing the, the, the sexual deviancy that you normally see <laughs> going on at camp. And then all of a sudden, kids start getting picked off in a weird way. They're obviously being watched by somebody, and the question is, is it Cropsy? Uh, I think the answer is pretty clear right off the bat. Um, <laughs> yeah. But that that being said, that's pretty much the film. It then becomes your typical camp slaughter uh, in the vein of uh, Friday the 13th and those other types of films. So There you go. There you have it. Perfect. Perfect. It's beautiful. It's angelic. Some people, yeah. are, if we had a crowd, live audience right now, they'd stand up and applaud. Can we put a, a cheer in here, Kyle? Thank you, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> It's still going. <laughs> All right, guys, when we come back, we'll talk more about the burning. Billy says Cropsy's been getting away with this shit for years. If we pull this off, it'll be the biggest number Camp Blackfoot has ever seen. I want to find out who's in, okay? We're off. Jamie, you with us? Right. Snoop? Yeah, I'm in. Billy? What are you kidding? I can't stand that creep. <laughs> As long as I get to see that motherfucker score <laughs> at the door, tonight's the night that we scare the shit out of Grimsy. Because when he wakes up, when he sees it, he's gonna have a heart attack. He's gonna go crazy. He's gonna go crazy. Okay, Billy, let's see what you got. Uh, yeah, let's talk about the the, the opening of this film. Yeah, we let's. Can we talk about it. the title real quick? Sure. I don't know why. It just doesn't, like, I, it lands now that I've seen the movie, but I didn't really put it together, like, the burning with the cover art, like, didn't really tell me what the movie was other than a slasher, you know? Like, I don't know why. Like whenever I don't I heard... feel like the, that tells you that it's a slasher. I was going to ask the question a little bit later of why wasn't the burning successful, but now that you bring that up, I think title was part of it. I think it might have had something, a little I, I, something to do with it. I will that. say that The Burning doesn't have a slasher movie title. It sounds title. drama or something. It sounds like the yeah. wick, like a Wicker Man, like yeah. I'm inter, like in for some sort of 70s horror. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I think that might have been going against it a little bit. I agree. But anyways, we're, we, we go to the beginning of this film where we have a bunch of kids in the cabin, and there's about four boys awake at night. And they are hatching this plan, which I, I at first too, I'm like, why are they so mean to this guy? <laughs> Fuck this guy up. They fucking hate crops. He's I so goddamn much. <laughs> yes. I, didn't, I didn't get it at first until I, I like started reading about this movie. And it's supposed to be that uh he's like he's a caretaker, but and it's told in the story, I think. Yeah, they, the they, t- they definitely talk about it later on. He basically is just if he didn't like you, he would make your life fucking miserable at camp. Yeah, that's that's what that's what they went into. So he would like fuck with kids constantly he would like try to he would he would scare them all yes. the time and you know he, he got what he had coming i guess it was like he was a sadistic guy and yeah he just i'm assuming of... that had to be the case because at the beginning of it it really goes like each individual like kid that they kind of cut to escalates it 
Yeah. Like it, if it, to me, it always sounded like he's like, yeah, we're gonna get Copsy <laughs> with this this funny yeah. prank. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna be squirming. Yeah, and then finally, it's like, fuck that guy. I hope he dies. <laughs> <laughs> like it's so weird, dude. I, how was, much they hate him. But let me. I thought it was gonna be worse. I've been dying to talk about this since I watched this movie. Like you, I know you said they put together some kind of weird skull that. That looked like a fucking skull. Skull. Yeah. It's a skull. skull. Like a skull. freshly dead uh, corpse skull. I have, you think that's what happened? I thought that they maybe like created it out of paper mache or something. No, I oh. thought that was a skull skull. And then I'm yeah. just like, fuck Cropsy. What's wrong with these kids? Uh, that's, can, can I tell you something? Yeah, totally. I put a fan theory together. <laughs> what do you I put think? A, a fan theory together with this. you think that's the mom's head from Friday the 13th? I do think that's the mom's head from Friday the 13th. They found it in the... In because in Crystal this Lake's is a, just down the way. This is a... This is a popular camp spot. This, this is a, this yeah. is a bunch of whole. This is a big lake. There's a bunch. Of, there's obviously more than one camp on this lake. There's totally. there's Blackfoot. There's this one. There's probably Chris. You know, Camp Crystal Lake. Yeah, but yeah. wait a second. Isn't Camp Crystal Lake is where Jersey? Yeah, yeah. This is in New York. Yeah, it's a it's big ass far. lake. It's Guess it's impossible. <laughs> yeah. But I can't imagine they're sharing the same lake. They might be sharing the same lake. Mm-hmm. You might. You know, it just tells you if you go to summer camp. I Don't like, go to one with a lake. I yeah. like that theory though a lot. I, I even though it's so silly. Because I'm like, out where there. else would they fucking get a human head? Yeah, I just one of them an archaeologist like just with worms. <laughs> yeah, like the, it was freshly dug out of a shallow grave is what it looks like. Skin is still coming off it. Yeah, no, they got it's Jason's mom's head. That's, yeah, I just thought like that's more fucked up than I think anything that Cropsy's gonna did do. Did Jason's mom's head have candles in the eye holes? Yeah, I believe it did. Or was it just on top of the head? Oh, you may be right. I don't remember. I don't but remember. anyhow, they do. Anyways, yeah. yeah, but they don't want to decorate it the way they want to. They're not Jason. So yeah, to so <laughs> make it your own head. Yeah. So these kids dug up a fresh human skull. Here's the <laughs> other problem too, man. They they sneak into the house, and when they sneak into the house, you realize that not only is is Cropsy a, a terrible person, hmm. but he's terrible at his job. He's obviously not following OSHA. <laughs> standards here oh, you know he had his ppe you know he obviously the is there. not there was so much alcohol and and fuel fuel and <laughs> lanterns and everything combustible wide in the window not right, put right a, next to his yeah. bed right next yeah, to his bed he's like sleeping in gas cans <laughs> fucking, what <laughs> what yeah and uh, they set up the skull and they kick it over and, and they end up burning him. And this starts, what I thought was like the cool part of it was that he didn't die. I yeah. actually loved that he didn't die. Right. And that he was just like <laughs> that scene where the, the beekeeper suit that he came running out in. No, like the, the, or, well, the orderly. I wanted to, I want to touch on that really quick, <laughs> man. You know, I'm a big, I, I'm really excited how many of these older movies are getting these new Blu-ray releases, but I'm telling you, man, those updated scans really reveal some bad effects. Oh yeah. Including yeah, the, yeah. the dude covered in rags <laughs> on fire and the obvious stunt man. Yeah, it's okay. I, 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 I give it a pass. Like 50 that was pounds a, heavier. Dude, that, that was a yeah. full fire suit. For it some, had a full mask. Yeah. Like, it was a full For fire suit. For somebody to be that on fire, because let's face it. Give it a pass. Those flames were huge. They were, yeah, don't shoot that close. They were, they were originally banking on, oh, the, the fire's going to be overexposed in the film. And then when they scanned it in, they rebalanced it. It does I look think. like a dude that's on and fire, just, but he's in one of those sumo suits. Yeah. 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 Just kind of like flapping around. Looks bad. Can 
only take shallow steps. I love that they did it, though. I'm not going to lie. I love like seeing that is always impressive. People don't do that in indie films nowadays. They don't set people on fire. Like, <laughs> they don't. Like, Big, oh, <laughs> indie film gripes with Chris. Yeah. You, you know, know what's wrong with modern horror? Number one. <laughs> not number one. Fire they people. Setting people on fire. Not for real. I'm not talking about $5 million <laughs> indie films. I'm talking about fucking, you know, $500,000 indie films. They're not Digital doing flames. shit like that. Digital or, Flames now. Thank you, John Constantine. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> what? You won. You got out of here. It's a game changer. I would rather have this, the burning, literally, like, than see from some fucking digital flames. I agree. All right. It looked cool. Chris, I agree. Chris putting his foot down. No, it but good. I like, I like that, that Cropsy, <laughs> Cropsy didn't die. Mm. He goes to the hospital. Yes. We have this funny scene with the orderly who's mm-hmm. like going to show this other guy some crazy shit. You realize he survived. They don't t- that they show you one week later that he survived, and then the then as he's being wheeled out of the hospital, mm-hmm. they don't give you a time frame. They just have people just like t- talking over, like, "Dude, hey, I, just don't go back to the woods and kill those dude, kids." I thought, <laughs> hey. Dude, I thought for sure there was some indication that this no. was modern. I thought I I'm almost positive, man. There's something I, it, that popped it, it, up. It's definitely jump jumps ahead because I mean, as we find out in the we end, we find out that one of the characters was there yeah. before that he is now. We won't reveal who yet. Yeah. But the, yeah. it is there. So it, it is some time forward. Yeah, um, it has to be. I and I'm guessing like five years. Yeah. Yeah. And now it, in the I'm, hospital, that's I'm like, literally pulling the movie up right now because I, I feel like it there's some indication, man. All that as to how long time has passed. Yeah. Just do the math. I mean, the kid, if he was safe th- thirteen or twelve, like in the that's past, now he's like 18, 18 19, 19 years old. Saying, that's like, like five years. years. Yeah. I mean here's that, the thing. After he gets out of the hospital, though, is when it kind of starts, to me at least, where I'll throw up this argument and some people might reject it, feels a little bit, a little giallo film on this. A I little s- bit. That scene, for sure, is a total homage, I feel like. Which to- one? With the hooker scene? Yeah. Yes, I do, too. Mm-hmm. Like, um, the whole scene is a setup, just like a giallo. Everything down to the blood hitting the mirror is, like, such a I think so, but staple. I don't think that just because you take a, a scene out of a, a giallo film doesn't make it a giallo film. I just, I don't know. I didn't see a lot of the elements that would suggest that this would be considered... Well, it's killer a, a, POV a, the whole time, right? The, That's the hands, bar- that. barely seeing the feet, the, the legs, like, kind of revealing just, like, certain parts of the person. Like, and they know. do and they do reveal the... It fucking yeah. says it right on screen, five years, years later. Boom. Oh, okay, yeah, love it. Later. Thanks for confirming that, Kyle. That. Well, confirmations um, with Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, going back to this, the... Yeah, like, I mean, I think they're more, there's more... This, this is more like a, a slasher... Than I would say a giallo film totally. because it doesn't have like a bunch of kids well, like from a foreign land showing these, up. These early slasher films were yeah. based on giallo films, sure. and that's that I I could totally see elements of giallo films, but it it it's I feel like it's missing like one of the core requirements of a giallo film, and, and actually I, I think it's something that the filmmakers missed in this film, which is like there's not mystery. Yeah, there's no detective. There's zero mystery to this film. We know exactly who the killer is yeah, because that's true. because they they shoehorned this hooker scene right in the beginning of the film. It says, "Okay, well, this guy's clearly just out for blood." Yes. Mm-hmm. So if anybody dies going forward, I know who it is. But it's almost like they wanted best. They almost wanted the jail thing because they also then set up this kid at the camp who's getting bullied all the time. That's the weirdo that doesn't talk very much, and it's mm-hmm. like they could have easily. If they wanted to go Giallo route, they could have just easily yeah. made it, I'll try to trick you into thinking, oh, maybe he's the killer. No, yeah, like, they don't ever do that. Yeah. I think they just There's... wanted to dabble with the style of it. Yeah, I think listen, that, I think yeah. they saw pieces or something like that, because the killer right. kind of does have that vibe of pieces. Yeah. There's even a it's death. like in a hat or something yeah. at one point in time. So, 
I, I definitely, I understand. Yes, I agree. I see elements where maybe they took some stuff from movies, but I don't think you can call uh, this a giallo. I just, no, I don't call it giallo. Okay, well, can we just call it a giallo scene then? This scene. Well, the, the I, I would, scene. I would call, yeah, I would, I, mean, I, I, I would so. call Friday the Thirteenth a giallo's inspired film too. Yeah, because that's more so. You've actually like what you see: the killer vision, killer hands, killers. Because Bay of Blood is considered yeah. all that giallo yes. film, right? Yeah, but, but and this, if that's, it, I mean, Friday Thirteenth. Basically. I don't know. This one just like this scene though in particular just has a, has a feel just with especially with and I'm just talking about the scene in particular right now. So, the hooker one. Yes. This felt okay. that hooker scene felt like a like a Franken hooker. It was pulled out of. It was <laughs> oh, so it was, wacky. Yeah, the it was so streets, wacky yeah. and weird. The scene. I love no. I love the way it was shot with him like standing at the bottom of the steps and then darked out. And you just see the outline of the hat and the body and then walking up the stairs and then turning off the lights and the, the great kill. Also, and it's just the stab in the stomach, but oh, turning the scissors, oh, the blood, yeah, yeah. The turning oh, God. the scissors yeah. as the blood is gushing out, yeah, and then bashing her through glass. This, I mean, come on, yeah, <laughs> it's a fucking gia. They just wanted to try it. I think they wanted to set up this killer, and they wanted to try this aspect because they probably liked it in other films. Am I the only one that feels funny saying if somebody gets bashed through glass, it must be a giallo? Yeah, film? I don't think that's even <laughs> oh, a giallo. I feel like it is. <laughs> I, at think this point. I think clearly, that's hilarious. Yeah. It's like clearly, two giallo films on this show. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's clearly a thing that exists in it's those cr- types of films. <laughs> How many have you seen? A hundred. hundred five. <laughs> There's Suspiria, even which is arguably a giallo film. Glass. And then what was the other <laughs> one we saw? Uh, Phenomena. I glass. wish we could is that even a giallo? Yeah, that's yellow. I wish we could take a poll on our website with our fans to see what you think. If glass has something to do with, (laughs) there was no, there was none of that in Evil Eye. I don't think anybody gets bashed through some glass. No no one gets bashed through that. When was that made? Like 1958. Considered the first yellow. (laughs) Film. I'm talking about like when it started going really horror, like when the kills were becoming brutal. Like the kills yeah. are brutal in this fi- in in this film, the, the burning, and this is some of my favorite. Honestly, that was Tom Savini. Yeah, it's some of my favorite work of his. Yeah, like I actually very impressive. Re- there was very impressive kills in this. this. There is. There's some cool ass shit and effects in this movie, and it's all practical. And that I'm telling you, him turning the scissors in the stomach grossed me out. Yeah, bad. But then you know, at this point, yeah, you know. Okay, Cropsey is out, and he is—he is not clearly pissed. He's not going to be friendly to these children. Five years he's been stewing. Yeah, yeah but and but there's there's the thing that is also kind of like well, I guess a little weird because you know we talk about this sometimes on the show about like the whole like the slasher skewed justification they have. Yeah, yeah. like it's always like a revenge thing. Mm-hmm. It, it seems weird that Cropsey goes out and tries finds the first prostitute and kills her. I understand they have to show some sort of like, mm-hmm. yep, he's crazy. Yeah. But like, what does he have against the prostitute? Like nothing. I don't think they had to show this scene at all. Yeah. Honestly, you could slice this scene out totally of this movie. Could have been and like, yeah, he's, he's going to go back and try great. to kill those kids. <laughs> yeah. Yo, One right. of them was because, because it would actually leave it on, again, it, it would leave it, if they slice this scene out, it would leave it on a better note. You're yeah. going into, you're, you're seeing him getting released and the doctor saying, don't don't be mad and hearing all the different doctors saying, you know, don't Just don't be mad out, about this shit. You know, it was a fucking accident type of thing. And then that's the last time we see this guy. And then also people get killed. And then at least there's like a little more mystery in it. Like, yeah. ooh, that guy is pissed. Think he was just having to try it out. Like he was just trying killing. Like, no, man, like, I think it was just like the, it was I just think the like a cheap just wanted, kill. I think the film, filmmakers just wanted a cheap kill and tits in the first okay. first five minutes. Fair enough. Fair and enough. then after this, we end up in. Bizarro meatballs. That's what. <laughs> that's right. What, that's what I call the burning. Is bizarro meatballs. 
horror Be- meatballs. Because the care no, like even the characters. Because I, I know we're going to get into this. That then this is the, the the key part to get into it. If the characters are 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 fucking weird in this movie, man. I like the characters in this movie as far as uh, like Jason Alexander's character, but some of the other characters that have bigger roles are very, it's very weird. Their motivations or, or the story behind them, like Glazer for one, I have an argument with Glazer because it's argued that Glazer is the bully in the movie, but he's Mm -hmm. not, he's bullied throughout the fucking whole movie. I mean, kind of, but he, Aren't all bullies to some extent an extension of somebody it's, bullying but, but them? But this one's this one's weird, right? Because so Alfred, who is the other weird character that I want to talk about, um, gets caught Super peeping weird. at mm-hmm. a girl in the shower. Where did he? And, yeah, go and, on. And Glazer's Sorry. upset about it because that's his girlfriend who won't admit that she's his girlfriend, which is kind of fucked up. It's the girl he likes. Yeah, yeah. I think it's very clear. It's very it's loosely just... understood in this weird camp world that they're when together. people are like, "Yeah, we're together." It's like, yeah, no, it's just, you it's maybe just, pecked or kissed. It's or the something. same thing from Savage Streets. Is that that cheerleader staking yeah. claim on the guy, even though it doesn't seem like there's ever been any actual like yeah. agree uh, agreement that that came to you know so that's what i think i think glazer's like that's my girl i'm going after her no, no. i'm pining over her and the girl she's... the girl doesn't know what she wants she's like eh, i kind of like no, him gr- i kind of don't no, the girl does know what she wants that's played out in the scene later when they talk about having sex with the, her having sex with them and, and she's like oh, no i understand but it me. takes a while for the movie at, at the beginning of the film it seems like a lot of those girls very are very specifically like Ah, what do you think about Billy this year? Yeah. You know, and it's yeah. like I don't know. It's how camp is though. I yeah, guess. What else are you gonna free? do? You just wild you're, you're, all, you're, all, you're all calling <laughs> dibs on yeah. On, yeah. Who, on who's gonna be your your lusty Anyways, exactly. you know, so, summer. So, so Glazer approaches the kid that is kind of hitting on his girlfriend, and then he gets he gets called out for that. It's like okay. I don't think that's right. He was the one peeping at a fucking girl well, in the shower. Well, and not only that, but his excuse makes sense. I, un- I understand they're trying to justify it with like he was just trying to scare her. No, which you're like, why? And no, clearly he's true. trying to watch people that's fuck her. Yes, clearly, he, that's <laughs> thank you. He is. He's a pervert, man. And throughout the yeah. whole movie, I thought, I thought that was. Clear. And it's weird that they don't change that. We'll get into that in a second. I want to finish with Glazer here, because Glazer. Then next thing you know, he's he's the 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 the, the he gets shot in the ass and mm-hmm. then pushed in the water and then. Turned down to go for a swim. Yeah, but he got. But that was that was. But that was because he got shot in the ass because he pushed a kid who doesn't know how to swim into it the was water. Al, it was Alfred. Yeah, yes. still same. Still same creepo so that, that I, creeped on his lady. I don't understand why you're trying to defend Glazer right now. Yeah, Glazer is an asshole. But listen, Glazer. At no point in this movie is Glazer. No, Glazer ever not considered great. to me to be but like. I'm saying, I'm saying like no, that's the weird thing about this movie is the people that you're also supposed to be cheering for because right I'm supposed to feel that way like well good I hope Glazer gets gets what he he's got coming to him because he's been p- picking on fucking Alfred this whole movie but then I'm like oh I can't really like Alfred because Alfred is kind of a fucking pervert <laughs> right and this film does a really hard job at trying to to do that for I don't know why they all coddle Alfred I don't understand it yeah, either. That's the other thing too, where they make it sound like Alfred is like this outcast, but it seems like he's he's totally in with the crowd, crew, and he's hanging out, and he's having a good time. And mm-hmm. every single time he does something weird, all yeah. the guys defend it away. Which, again, let's you know, talking from a weird, very yeah. weird, weird thing, yes, that happens where you know I can see the whole like was well, the Weinstein thing, but like. <laughs> Why is he defending a peeping Tom? I mean, it's but a, it's I, most of the film is that like Alfred, they everybody's kind of a delinquent except for Todd and Michelle. Yes, yes. Todd, Todd and Michelle—they're Michelle, yes. the mother and father. 
figures of the camp, which are all the wacky wild kids that and they're are in charge, right? Yeah, I get they totally play that they're off. They're the head camp camp counselors, they're right? They're, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, they're in charge. But usually the picked on kid is like still likable. Alfred's really not that likable, and he really does go from He's one too scene. too pervy to be likable. Yeah. He goes from one scene of where he, I feel like Todd, this is kind of an 80s thing, though, because I'm thinking back on, I'm thinking back on, um, like, Prom Night and, yeah. like, April Fool's Day and a couple others where, like, the nerdy kid, uh, I mean, he gets picked on, you feel bad for him, but he's also not a, he's not totally a clean character, you know. He's still kind of a scumbag. Plus, yeah, that's just an eighties thing. We're talking so. about a, we're talking about a movie that came out around the age of meatballs, yeah, where or Porky's, where they're like yeah. the whole fucking film is the whole popular ta- the whole for, town is uh, yeah is, is a peep show. <laughs> <scumbags. waiting> <laughs> <happen>. <laughs> but but he, he does go from literal one scene to the next scene of I have no friends, and then the next. Uh, with Todd where he's telling him I have no friends everybody picks on me so the next scene is him walking down the fucking boardwalk to go s- for a swim with his friends with all the, the cool kids yes. well what I what, <laughs> the, the way I took like, the way I took that was I, I thought I, I thought all the cool kids were just trying to like incorporate him be like come on dude like have fun and he was just still just kind of he he doesn't want to like come out of his shell I got the impression that because they, they, they're like equal because Jason Alexander's they like share bunks with J- him no Jason Alexander's like oh well you hate everything like so it's it's it, they know him it's not like this is their first you know what I mean like he's fucking yeah. new to the camp like it was just a weird setup for a, a main character because the three main the three characters named at the end of the film first are uh Todd Michelle. Uh, Michelle and and Alfred as mm-hmm. in the credits. So those are because uh, I was like I asked Chris who's the main character of this film because it is kind of hard to pinpoint one as the main who's the main character. Is it Todd? Is it Michelle? Or is it Alfred? It's all of them. They kind of all, all have them. stories. They, they, yeah. yeah, they all are. It is all of them. But that's how it is. Also in Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, but who's Alfred, the main character in that one? I mean, we we end up having a final girl. Yeah, but I thought that was that's that's kind of the cool thing about that that slasher movies, right? Mm-hmm. Is you don't really have. Uh, a main character you're following the group but you always have a final person and let's be honest there is a party that like once you see Todd you're like uh, yep it's that guy they should have called him Hero McHearson or something yeah. like that because <laughs> that dude was just his like his shirt was hello, never everybody <laughs> like his, yeah he was always just like this strapping guy that always was the most rational one mm-hmm. always trying to keep the peace yeah. he, he looked just super take charge yeah. and a jaw that just could chisel diamond he looked just like, like a young Clint Eastwood man yeah, he did he did and they lit him just like that like he was like you know looked like fucking Christopher Reeve up yeah. in that bitch now the characters around the weird the weird characters in like Glazer and and Alfred and Eddie which is another Eddie. fucking weird character <laughs> yeah are awesome characters like Jason Alexander's character I love Fisher mm-hmm. Stevens character I loved a lot of the girls uh Karen I liked Karen a lot yeah they were all super she's cool had to be in that scene with Eddie mm-hmm. they were um, super cool super likable yeah it made me mm-hmm. want to hang out at that fucking camp that's what I said yeah. man I was like where is this place because I wish I went there I thought when I was watching I was like man I wish I went to camp when I was a kid what a beautiful <laughs> location yeah. I know we're not going there yet but we are going there beautiful location because Chris as we're watching the movie Chris goes you don't even have to. You don't even have to pay for a set. Yeah, I'm like, look at <laughs> this is like an amazing spot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is, and that camp is. A, it, they lit it well. It looks like a real camp. It looks like you want to go. Like you know what I mean. It doesn't yeah, look. It looks fun for a 1.5 million dollar budget, man. They, this movie's kicking ass. They filmed it at the perfect time of year. Everything was 
beautifully green and it looked like film like it looked like it was shot on like a good contrasty well, certainly like, wasn't film. A, well, certainly wasn't a red camera hell yeah. no it looked amazing <laughs> and, the 1981 red <laughs> the red they zero made, <laughs> they made it they made it fun like they had the killer stalking and, and but like that was almost an afterthought at yeah. this point because you were so engaged with the with the characters and mm-hmm. what was going on in their personal life yeah that, that's what i said it was very dramatic for a horror movie like like the way they played out these scenes with within the groups, you know, and how they would interact. I thought it went more dramatic than like Friday the 13th. Oh yeah, definitely. Better acted. Better well, acted. Not everybody. <laughs> not everyone. I mean, I can I say that there's a clear standout, I think, in this Who film. I think it's Jason Alexander. Is, and it's is it weird yeah. that he just Weirdly, clearly plays Jason yeah. Alexander? <laughs> yeah, well I know, but at the, <laughs> but also at the same time you're kind of like watching him. He's the most charismatic. Yeah, he was the most interesting. He delivered lines really well. Although I will say that if I was at that camp, he'd be the guy that probably got on my nerves real quickly. <laughs> like, yeah, like okay, Mister, he's like a theater kid. Yeah, he's borderline bully, <laughs> yeah. but not really. Yeah, like, like, it was just a weird. It was a weird characterization. He was the he's like a ball buster. He was yeah. a ball yeah. buster because he was the supplier, dude. Anything you need, That's he true. could get. He was. That's the why he archetypes of like the that. camp were great. Like I like Fisher Stevens, like the gangly, goofy kind of yes. like yeah. you know, who's like in, super into chicks. Yeah. But, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, the way he walked back to camp. Oh my the, god! The, right. The, the chow hall. <laughs> I thought he was gonna break something. <laughs> I remember thinking that. Of- <laughs> Like does does he not know how to walk? Like, is he, how do you walk as an actor? <laughs> That's my interpretation of walking. Oh man, it's acting. Walking. Everything's just like like I don't know. Yeah. Look like it's like rubber band man, yeah. dude. Just fucking boing, like boing, boing. All, all of his appendages are made of like fucking wet noodles. <laughs> a real Gumby. Yeah, totally. But it always seems to be like these, a lot of close calls at this point with the killer. Not so many kills. I like that aspect. I liked the yeah. kind of very few. the stalking aspect that you get in the beginning of this film, where he's just kind of like figuring out who's who and shit. Yeah, you definitely get that vibe, and it's, especially when you see like the first major, like death, like it, it gives me it, it led led me to believe that the killer was more methodical and yes. planning. Yeah, at the beginning where they kind of play it off at first, especially the first where um what was her name? She had a cool name, who went out into the. Forest the first time. Tiger? Tiger. Tiger. I was like, what, who fucking called? Why? why I want to know why she's called Tiger. Like, that's the only reason. <laughs> right? So did I. Nicknames yeah. were just like Woodstock, I got. Yeah. You know, he kind of looked like a kid that would go to Woodstock. But like, Tiger, I was like, why are they calling her Tiger? I mean, okay. But when she went out there the, for the first time and you, you think she's going to get killed by the killer, it really does make it look like he was about to, but just she got called away too fast. Yeah. It was right. a botched yeah. job. Yeah. But I think you're right. I think it was more like now nah, he had no intention of really killing her at that point. Yeah. He was finding a way to to maximize the kills with minimal effort. effort. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, as you you find out you as you, this movie goes on, you find out that hey, these kids are going to go, you know, the older kids are going to go on a trip before camp lets out. Mhm. And uh, they're going to go canoe to like Devil's Island, I believe it's called. Yeah. Yes. And they're going to go stay out there for three days, and then they're going to come back. You know, they're going to go out there and party just with the counselors, which means everyone knows what that means. It means it's three days of fucking... Doing drugs. You know. Do they do drugs in this movie? <laughs> no. No. no, no okay. Wow. In interesting. No. no drugs in this movie. That is interesting, actually. No drugs wait, in this wait, movie. Wait, 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 wait. There's no pot smoking in this no, movie? No. I thought there was one kid smoking pot. No. no. Not once. Interesting. Not once. Okay. Interesting right. choice. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. All right. Doesn't happen. You know, this is Camp Clean, Chris. <laughs> camp Clean, Chris. They yeah, drink, yeah. though, right? No. 
They get they really drinking? angry when they get turned down, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We we'll... can't live with it, man. Oh, fucking Jesus, I feel like man. we could have a whole segment on I that, that one. I thought... <sighs> on Eddie? You want to go... Yeah. Just, you want... all, just with, all... Just all everybody. With, with, with Eddie in general, like, man, I was watching this. I'm just like, who the fuck, like, is... I his his lines could have simply been like fuck I thought I was gonna get some pussy yeah <laughs> he's just so angry and I'm like who the fuck acts like I this? feel like he was one step away from punching yeah <laughs> like, me too it looked that way and yeah. maybe that's a testament to his acting abilities uh no I mean he's written that way too man like I think it's very clear that his oh yeah mod- like it's a weird mo- he's a guy that basically comes on very very strongly to women mm-hmm. feels like he deserves. Like, he's only in it for sex. That's another right. thing we learned very quickly. Yep. Right? He gets turned down. He's like, well, fuck you. He's like one of those guys. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to fuck you anyways. It's like, so yeah, but weird. Then he was, but then he was like, yeah, but I'm sorry. But also- Oh, you're going to act like this now? <laughs> but definitely. And, and, these, and this is what, like, a lot of people that I've heard when they try to relate the whole wine scene thing is like, yeah, I mean, like, if you listen to the tapes- and you listen to this guy, it's the same routine. Like, why don't you come over here? Why don't you come swimming with me? Yeah. Why don't you go up to my room? Why don't you take clothes off, put yourself in the lake? Like, it you know has you that to. same, yeah, yeah, vibe to it. And it's real fucking creepy. And then when he doesn't get what he wants, yeah. like, he fucking throws blows up and throws a tantrum. And he's just a fucking sexual de- deviant waiting to happen, if yeah. not already, really, quite honestly. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I feel like the men are always like, I. Granted, I have been with somebody for a long time, so I don't know how you actually make the first move anymore. It's but not. like they just force themselves yeah. upon oh. the women, like their face planted on their face or getting very close to their. I'm like, if somebody was breathing their hot ass breath on me like that, yeah, trying trying to seduce fuck? me, I would want to kick somebody's ass. Like that would be so uncomfortable. I can tell you right now, it definitely gives you the vibe that like at least three people, three dudes got tea bagged in there. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like the type of dude's a teabag all the time. Uh, a teabag friends. It's a gold a teabag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <God> it, damn. <laughs> it's just a real greasy though. fucking bunch of guys. Fucking <laughs> 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 love it. I just, yeah, man. I, when they get the island is when things really start to pick up. And mm-hmm. this is uh Are there when, any deaths before the island? I'm trying to think. There's Hook, not. Hooker. Just the hooker. hooker. There's just the hooker. Yeah. Okay. So the so yeah, camp is all about stocking and yeah. then the island, well, is, the, the island is like he decides to go get himself his own canoe and follow that's his a, suit. That's what I kind of liked about this movie was is it gave you a chance to learn who the characters were. So you were cheering for some people to die, and then other people you're just like, oh man, why they have to die? Yeah, <laughs> you, right. you know what I mean. Like, mm-hmm. so that's what I thought was that that was a really good setup with this movie. So they get to the island basically, and yeah, Eddie is is the catalyst to set everything off. Eddie, yeah. Eddie is what gives Cropsy. The inn, right? So Eddie decides he's him and his lady Karen, who Karen's already fucking afraid of this guy. Yeah, yeah she, she makes yeah. Point to say says that. that. She doesn't even want to be alone and with she him. She makes it sound like <laughs> when they go to the, the lunch hall, like he's like, Get my plate! <laughs> I love you though. Carry it. I love you though. Carry it. <laughs> Sit down! I love you though. <laughs> I love you though. <sighs> like, I just don't know. Like, has no one seen this in camp before that this guy is obviously somewhat abusive towards women? Yeah. No one's He's clear. terrible. He's just, a terrible. Just, just kids being, being kids. He is horrible. <laughs> and even the counselors, like, kind of like give him, like, she's like, well, to fucking leave. You know yeah. what I mean? But, like, she's afraid to. <laughs> it's very creepy for yeah, this subject to kind of come up for. 
But I feel so I feel so bad. I, I, I they, they did a really good job, and she was a great. I think she was a great actress because I felt so she was bad like only for her when this... she when she like when they had when when she finally like said no and got out of the lake and her shit was missing. Yeah, and she was like wandering around. Like I felt really the fucking dad. sad for her. I was like, oh my god. Even if she wasn't about to get killed, somebody who like would do that to her, like hide her shit. Yeah, I was like felt so bad for I her. Know. It, 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 it's I, a great actress. I was like, damn, to do that too to I run know around. What's crazy like, is mm-hmm. I, I looked at I looked it up. I think if I remember correctly. I could be misquoting myself out here, but I, I think she only did like this movie and one other movie. Really? Yeah. Wow. She's a good actress. I know. I thought she was fantastic in this. So yeah, it, it, you feel bad enough already because she's, uh, you know, basically gets. Basically she almost yeah. She had to fight to off Eddie, who's yeah. trying to basically rape, to rape her, and then she gets out of the water and her clothes is scattered all over, and then she just gets murdered. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Felt yeah. so bad. You right? feel really bad for her. Yeah. Like you thought like oh maybe this is going to be like the final girl one to survive cuz she's been going through kind of shitty stuff. <laughs> yeah. I almost thought as like Michelle and Todd were like overlooking characters like they weren't really going to be involved with the murder stuff that happened yeah. too much, you know what I mean? And Alfred like was Like you didn't think they were targeted. I, and I thought Alfred was somewhat going to be end up being a hero and this was going to justify the perviness mm-hmm. yeah. somehow. That doesn't happen. <laughs> no. But um No, he's like a he's a habitual perv, isn't he? Yeah. yeah he can't stop perving. He can't, well, because, can't because, stop perving. <laughs> yeah, he just habitually because yeah, the it's the first with the shower. Yeah. And then like later uh, on. Later on, uh, we're not there what's yet. His, oh, sorry. We're almost yeah. there. Oh, let's get there. We're almost there because you know, Eddie just leaves. Eddie gets woken up the next morning. Like you always want to get woken up. Where where's Karen? Mm-hmm. Where's Karen at? What have you it's done? A horrible to Karen? thing to wake up to. Yeah. <laughs> you don't ever want to wake up like that. You don't want everyone to say where's whoever. Yeah. <laughs> That's a terrible way. And you were the last That's one right. to see them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Is what, what is that's Eddie's answer. And they just figured that she went back to camp, but in doing so, she released all the canoes. Cause guess what? The canoes are missing at this yep. point. Now so now, now we're stranded on devil's Island. Right. That's right. But thank God for Todd. Dude, Todd's a fucking he's dude, a man. Todd's, Todd's the, the guy you control. He's the guy you want around when shit's going down. That's yep. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yes. He's the guy you just naturally look to. Yeah, well, even if he's shown no leadership skills whatsoever, yeah. it's just look well, and demeanor. And he and he has he he has he has skills. He he was a boy scout. He knows how to build a raft. Sure does. Oh, that's why he's the leader. And paddles. <laughs> Those yeah. paddles look fucking so janky funny. as fuck, though. Yeah, they look like they were just cutting through the water, like yeah. they were trying to swim with <laughs> rackets. It's just like harder to hold up than anything. You I know? know that's why it was that's why it was great when it was like the the scene of them. So they build this raft, and they're like, "We're gonna send these kids off back to the camp, and they're gonna come back with help for us and the other kids." Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're on the island. They send this raft off, and all the kids that are on the raft are like super fucking pumped. They're like, "Yeah, we're gonna save everybody." Sounds like a party on yeah. that fucking raft. And then they cut cut to like thirty minutes later after they've been using these <laughs> shitty ass oars. I was exhausted, and they're all sweating, and they're all ready to fucking murder each other yeah, at that point. All red faced, yeah. tired, pissed. Shut the fuck up, Jenny. <laughs> Shut <Just> battle. <laughs> Dig deep. I hear that a lot in this movie. Dig deep. You gotta warn it. <laughs> <laughs> and then they see their they they, yeah. they see a canoe. And they're like, "Fuck yeah!" And they're super excited because they're like, "Hey, we won't have to work as hard." They're, yeah, they probably thought those good good ass paddles would be in that canoe. Well, they had two two paddles that were good. That's all they need in the canoe, man. Canoe will cut through water like a knife, man. Right. Woo, well, you, you're you know, going. It's designed to move it's like water. An ice you're skate. on that janky ass raft that Todd built. That's <laughs> yeah, a lot yeah. of work. Heavy ass raft. Goddamn, <laughs> you know, castaway raft. They're going created. up. <laughs> they're going upstream. That's why it's such a battle. Mm-hmm. 
But they're like, fuck it, there's a raft. This is amazing. And then probably the greatest thing that ever happens in a movie, that slasher movie that you want to see happens. Okay, so <laughs> when we're when we're coming up on this on this canoe, did did anybody think we would find the girl's body just yes. floating in it? That's yes. what I thought was going to happen. I thought we were going to come yep. up, come, we're, they were going to get to the canoe and be like, oh my God, yes. she's dead. Exactly. Yes, I did that. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Not that the killer would pop out of it like a jack in a box <laughs> and murder four kids like, like it was nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so awesome and graphic. It's fucking Dude, he great. He cleans up so fast. And man. about so 45 seconds. Yeah, right? man. Like, He's like he he pops up. He cuts that one kid's fucking fingers off, which like that made me squirm. I was like, Fisher, Fisher Stevens loses fingers, uh, jabbed in the throat. Uh, Eddie gets jabbed in the throat, stabbed in the throat. Good, good to see him go. Yep. Poor yeah. two girls that were on there. Just one gets her forehead yeah. just slashed open, and Brain neck, just yeah, yeah, and the other one gets the neck slit open. Yep. Brutal. All, all with one pair of gardening shears. Uh, that's the thing about this too. Was like well, when we I were just first... talking about sharpening here, Chris. Yeah, uh, <laughs> off there, we're just talking about the value of a good sharp. Yeah, <laughs> what a good whetstone will give you. Uh, um, no, this was one of those scenes too, where like right off the bat, I'm like, well, that's an interesting like trap that this guy thought. And then I'm thinking about like the physics behind yeah. it, and I'm thinking like. Actually, this sounds like this is not. You have to be pretty confident in your skills that you're going to be able to murder four guys on a raft with a pair of gardening shears on a on, uh, on like moving water. Like I'm thinking, like, dude, how the fuck did he pull this off in a canoe? Where if you stand up, you probably would tip over right, pretty right. easily. I was like, how low can you crouch in a canoe? <laughs> <laughs> I honestly thought like he was just like taking a nap. <laughs> Like if I take a he nap in, if I take a nap in the canoe, no one's gonna find yeah. me on the island, and then lo and behold, you know he's mid Z's, and a bunch of fucking annoying like, kids pop it, up. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta go ah! through my, I gotta kill them all now. <laughs> it's again one of those situations where it's just like again these kids are like in a shitty situation. You're like they're hoping for a break, and it just gets worse for them. Just <laughs> like Karen, it's like oh god, we've been going for hours and we've only made it ten feet down this yeah. river. They, you could tell they were going against current yeah, too. Yeah, like it, yeah. was, it looked then, exhausting. Then they finally found found a way out of there. And then what happens? Yeah. Oh, everyone Fuck, dies. Everyone yeah. fucking dies. Jack in the box just, cropsy, dude. Yeah. He dude, crops up just, <laughs> and just murders. And it's again, the special effects are really good. I was getting to the point in the movie where I was like, when is this guy going to fucking start killing somebody? And then, and then he does it. And then he in mass. Yeah. <laughs> he literally kills almost everyone immediately. And, and, and in a cool way. So now I was like pulled, sucked in even further into this movie. I was like, okay, cool. I know where I know what this is capable of. So I liked it actually. Then we, then we cut back to, uh, we're going back to the devil's Island. Yeah. And uh, Oh, before this, I, I forgot to mention that, Alfred had another moment when everybody's out looking for Karen. Mm -hmm. Alfred and and Glazer and uh, was was no no uh, this happened Michelle? at night. This happened at night. This this wait what right they they bang at night. They bang at night, but they bang after everybody's been killed and they know they're being hunted down. I remember that because I'm like, I do recall kind of thinking like, really you're you're picking now to. No, no, no! They weren't being hunted. Yet. No, they, they weren't being. Didn't hunted Didn't they yet. know Crossy no. was no, around? No, no, no people at this point. No, no. no the raft hasn't. Were. No, the raft hasn't shown back up yet. Yeah, when that raft comes around the bend. Yeah, that's when, and they're already missing. At they're that already point. missing. This is I'm because remember because because Alfred's running away while all the kids are on but the shoreline seeing don't the they raft know, coming. Don't no. they know that Karen is gone? No. Well, they know that she's missing, but they oh, still. Oh, I thought they knew that. She, I thought they they already they never found. They a knew some shit was going this, down. I, okay, I had to go mind. back a little bit before all that happened to 
to when they were looking for Karen initially and Alfred follows them out into the woods as they're making out, like looking for, for Karen and watching and and peeps to them watching. Then yes, he does peep again after that uh, Glazer and her ha- finally have sex. Yeah, because Glazer goes back to get some matches so he can build them a fire. Because of course he, you know, he blows his load in two seconds because he's Glazer. He does. <laughs> so is that it? <laughs> yeah. Th- her her funny. line. Well, you didn't do anything to warm me up. She and th- can I say her characterization changes real quickly. During she's, this. She always liked him. For some reason, she's always giving him shit throughout the whole movie. But she's, she's giving him shit throughout the whole thing. While she's having sex, she makes a point to say, I think, should like should we be worried about getting back or something like that? Something along those lines. Yeah. yeah. Like she doesn't want to do it. Right. And then it happens. And her reaction is now all of a sudden like, man, you were terrible. <laughs> but, let's, yeah. but let's try again. But let's try again. <clears throat> yes. But let's try again. Yeah. So what Glazer runs off to get matches. Guess who's not asleep? No. Creeping once watch what for some I don't know who he's oh. obsessed with. Like the girl I or think Glazer he's obsessed with or the girl. I think he's obsessed voyeurism. with the girl. Voyeurism I think <laughs> yeah. is more accurate. He's, he's, he's like cool. I get to go watch them go bang. And he <laughs> like yeah. runs And it's so funny how closely behind Glazer he's following. We really had, as audience, we just really had to accept the fact that it was pitch black in those woods because he's like five feet on Glazer's back. Yeah, Glazer looks back at him at one point. I I do have to say that it it, it, it definitely struck me as like, is this like, if he's into the girl, right? I just like, what is he doing over there? Is he just like, Masturbating with the tears of fucking <laughs> lost love, like I don't understand Jesus. what he's doing. No, it is like what is like who is he? You're right because like, it is a weird thing. Either he's into the girl and he hates the fact that the guy that's bullying him is his is with her, mm-hmm. or like he has some weird maybe he just fixation went, on. I think he just laser. Maybe he just went to con- like confirm his his suspicions. Like he's like, I gotta go see if they're actually doing it, and then he'll be like. I don't know. Maybe, maybe peace like, them ju- out. You think he'll ju- be like peace? Oh, they're justify, okay. justify okay. his <laughs> anger. They are doing it. Good. I can oh, leave. Yeah, I can leave. <laughs> no, he, he can be like. <laughs> he's like now. I'm over yeah. her. Case yeah. solved. I'm glad I figured that out. Now I can. No. The, I'll go back to my my sleeping yes, bag. There actually is penetration. Yeah. I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> You're right, Kyle. <laughs> You're right, Kyle. That's what he did. That's yeah. what he was originally going to do. Said, I said maybe he wants to see. I said maybe if it wasn't for that damn killer. Maybe he wants to see. He wants to see nudity. That's what he. Wants it that's here. all it is. Yeah, he he, yeah you nailed it. He is but into why, voyeurism, and that's why, it. Why just that girl? Why not? That's his fixation. He didn't do any he, other. Girls. I think he's just fixated he on her. Yeah, he's on got her. a whole camp to go voyeurism. Do you on. think he absolutely like a, like a, hates the fact that Glazer is? is I don't think getting, he cares. I think he just is. He just wants to see her naked. I think that's true. You think that's true? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't, I don't know think how, he gives a I shit. I don't know how sick this fucking obsession. Yeah, I don't know No, Alfred's Alfred's pretty sick, dude. When you're following people in the fucking woods. To go watch him pork, like, <laughs> why, did you like yeah, why do you pork? say pork? It's like 1982. Watch him go, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch go pork each like other. Porked her. Go get a fucking loner boner. <laughs> <laughs> but like, for, like, <laughs> never heard loner boner. Yeah, before. I don't know what really the fuck funny. that is. Why do you know terminology? That's just, what I, I just, I don't know. It just came out of my mouth. Why do you know pretty me? funny though. It's clever if you came up with that. <laughs> That's what it is. Clever whoever did. Go get a boner by yourself in the woods while you're watching two other people. Get it on. <laughs> like, he, he has it in his mind like this is such a normal what thing. You do. Yeah, you know a loner yeah. boater when you go out and you watch your friends yeah. bang and you didn't bring a date. Yeah. yeah. 
Who knows what that's called? A loader boater. <laughs> Who hasn't done a loader boater, guys? Everybody's been there. Oh my god! <laughs> Just kidding. Loner boner. Uh, can that be a, a, can that be a t-shirt? Picture <laughs> <laughs> loner. Now on Redbubble.com. <laughs> loner boner. <laughs> Which is a picture of Alfred You're alone. real Alfred, bro. <laughs> it's just a weird thing. It's a weird character. I never liked him throughout the whole movie because he, well, that's it's the like, thing. That's the thing that I was saying at the beginning of the movie that, like, what a fucking missed opportunity from the filmmakers. You created this really creepy and weird character that isn't very likable, and you didn't even for once think, maybe if we made the mystery, perhaps Alfred's doing this because he's jealous or something. Like, maybe Alfred's yeah. responsible for some of the deaths that happen. Like, that would have made such a... That would have made that character so much better, more it was interesting. Di- I thought the same thing. I, I thought at at some point in time there was a possibility that they might do a twist. Yeah, and it never. And then it, it's so clear when that when the, these two get killed, mm-hmm. especially when he watches. Uh, what what is the girl that gets killed? What's her name? Sally. Sally. When he sees her get killed, you're like, well, it's clearly not gonna go that direction, right? And like, and like, so with that in mind, then the filmmakers simply created this weird creepy irritating character for the sake of having a weird creepy yes. irritating character like to give him no redeeming qualities at all Dude, like I'll tell you what though when he kills Glazer I flinched hard oh I flinched too that made yeah. blades in like the shoulder blades yeah. Yeah. oh my yeah. god does he stick him to the Rough. tree yeah Oof. yes looks so good yeah it, it can, does sends him like a butterfly to that motherfucker <laughs> and then just fucking murders him and then you know Alfred runs back to camp Yep, Todd has to explain to Todd that hey, I was watching these two bone, or so, I wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> so again, I, I was, again here again. I am. I know you told me not to do this. I know you told me not to do this. But listen, you gotta listen to me. So uh, it worked. Him, it worked uh, out this watching time. Watching him next week. Stop, stop. So Todd's, Todd's ready to take on the world. Ready to take on. He he, he finally no. believes him. No, he's Shirt not open. He, he ready finally to go. believes him when he finds a body. Before that, he's like, "You're full well, he, of shit." No, he runs. He runs out to the woods with him at least, and doesn't but humors shirt. him. No, he tells him to shut up and be quiet, and he'll go and see what he's talking about. Yeah, because he doesn't want to scare he the other kids. Yeah. Pr- he, he thinks it's a prank. He he Todd, Todd's else. under the yes. impression this is a prank the whole time until yeah. he finds the dead corpses. Todd, keep in mind, Todd being the rational yeah. hero that he is is mm. always like. There's a rational explanation for all of this. Yeah. You got this all in yes. control. I'll Let me it. go handle this. Yeah. <laughs> and as that's going on, is that when the raft comes back? So it's the following morning. It's the following. following it's the following morning because that happens at night. Uh, Todd gets knocked out because the guy swipes at his head and oh yeah, he loses yes. consciousness. And Alfred just fucking books, books it. it into the woods like a crazy person, getting pursued by the killer. Mm-hmm. And they're pretty far away from camp at this point. So camp wakes up and like, where's Todd and them at? And they go to the shoreline and they just happen to see their raft floating back. Mm-hmm. And it's at that point when the raft's floating back that Todd's on the other side of the shore. Remember? Gotcha. Yeah. So they're they're split up and they've gone around the lake somehow. <laughs> they're opposite sides of the shore. Because well, no, because yeah, because Todd's not Todd. Uh, fucking Alfred. Alfred's running like crazy. Yeah. Yes. And Todd, Todd, he just he's got bashed in the head, dude. He's just confused. Yeah, and he's like, "Well, fuck, I gotta f- see where the hell Alfred's at because there's clearly a killer out here now." Where they find the bodies uh, uh, on the raft is pretty fucking awesome too. I love that setup. Michelle just is like, "Okay, they're just playing a joke. <laughs> it's camp. <laughs> Everyone plays jokes at camp." <laughs> so they jump. She jumps in the water, swims over to the raft, and goes to grab a hand, and it comes out 
the raft and onto her body. Bloody old. It's just stump. an actual, yeah, a severed the arm. The old severed arm trick. And then what happens? Everybody knows it. Jason, I don't know what Al- happens. Jason Alexander then jumps in the water, and then Fisher Stevens' body pops out of the water like out of fucking jaws. Well, yep. Where was he? Under the raft? Yeah, under the raft. I'm I'm not, I thought that was a chick because the chick falls off the raft no. during the attack. I thought she got cut up underneath it. It was Fisher Stevens. It was. Yeah, I think he just shoved the bodies under the raft and pushed the raft down the river. Yeah, they still him, had air. In just him. let them bloat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. It's true, man. The let bodies bloat. bloat. That's why they float. Yeah. So like, now all the kids are freaking out. But, they, <laughs> but all the kids are freaking out. And this is probably my favorite part of this movie because Michelle and the kids are freaking out so bad that the bodies are there. They're like, you know what? Fuck Todd. We ain't waiting for him. Mm-hmm. Get on the raft. Let's go. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. They know where Todd is. Todd's up at the top and they're screaming at Todd. Hey, mm-hmm. Todd, Todd. Well, they, when they're on the raft already. No, no, no. When they're at the shoreline, Todd appears at the top. The top of the... The other hill, hill. Opposite of the raft. He sees... They're already on the raft at that point, I thought. He, see, he sees his girlfriend get an arm pulled off onto her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I thought after that, that's when they like plan, they hatch their plan. All right, send all the fucking kids and you go. I'm going to look for Alfred. Wait, there is a scene where he says something like yeah. that. He tells her, oh, okay, go, and yeah. I'm going to find. I'm gonna look for Alfred. I need to find Alfred. Yes. And that's why he suddenly has an axe in hand. At this point, too, also, <laughs> fuck Alfred. <laughs> He's still, like a, said, he's still a kid. They love this creepy motherfucker so much. Todd is like some affinity for him where he's like cannot let Alfred be. No one can talk to Alfred badly. No one can do anything to Alfred. It's like, I'm going to figure this kid out, guys. Yeah. Just just give him so patience, what? Yeah, right? Yeah, so what? He keeps, you know, masturbating on everyone. Yeah. You know? He's <laughs> mad. <laughs> Everybody goes through different times yeah. in their life, guys. So what? He's just out peeping at everyone's. This is Privates. the stalking phase, so you know. This is the stalking phase. <laughs> you know, you know, you know what? I get it now. I understand it now. <laughs> no, I get it. Okay, I'm putting it all together now. All right, which will bring us to the end of the movie. Well, maybe well, he feels guilt. The the is movie. there some guilt there? I think that's what it is. There's some guilt. Okay. I think it was. A, you know what I mean? Because he's like, hey, he's just a kid. Kids, to get, kids do he's shit. Probably, he's yeah. probably thinking back to when he was yeah. picked on by Cropsy. No, he's like, kids just do, you When know. he killed Cropsy. <laughs> That's what he think he was thinking <laughs> back on. When uh, he murdered a person. Yeah, when he was more like, he didn't murder him, though. That's the thing. Uh, Accident. Can we talk about this? We got to talk about this. Are we now at the that, end of the movie now? Are we yeah, at we're this there. point? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Who else needs to die? So, Jason yeah, can, Alexander die yet? He doesn't die. Oh, yeah. He never dies. Okay. There's um, a bunch of people that don't die in this movie. That's true. So the big reveal is that Todd was actually there. He's one of the four at the beginning of the He's movie. He's one of the four at the beginning of the movie, right? And one of the things we actually glossed over, we didn't really talk about, is that there is a scene where there is a campfire fucking horror tale yes. that is being told by, by Todd. Todd, and it is the story of Cropsy, mm-hmm. right? Which... Once I figure out that he's he was there the whole time, and this is the big reveal, right? I'm like, wait a second. Now going back, he's, not only he's do you have to his no crime. remorse for what you did, but you're using it as an entertainment value <laughs> to teach yeah. kids every year about this asshole that you set on fire and ruined his life. He's like bragging every year. Yeah, yeah, and then all of a sudden I'm like, you know what? Fuck Todd. Todd's a fucking <laughs> asshole. I think this guy deserves to die. <laughs> It's he, a terrible yeah. thing. Like, who the fuck guy, I mean, what did this guy do? That's what I wouldn't. I feel like would have sold it. If this guy was like a Freddy Krueger child molester, like you could fucking. I feel like that would have kind of sold. But, yeah, but you don't want to justify so, it. Like, you, you don't want to justify no it. remorse for the fact that he set a man on fire and ruined and his why, life. They watched him burn alive, yeah. essentially. And now that you reveal that he was there the whole time, you're like, and you are now telling this tale every year to, yeah. to new 
people as like a a, warning. a cautionary yeah, tale. Yeah, cautionary tale. Don't it, pick on oh, anyone. Way, am I at right, no point Alfred? also saying at the end, saying like, and I was the one that also burned crops. Is that what it is though? Is that he's is he trying to redeem himself by being a good counselor and like a like to try like because he caused this? I think that's why thing? he. I think that's why he keeps giving him breaks. Yeah, I think I think he's looking at it as a cautionary tale. Like, Come on, dude. Look, don't sh- pick on anyone. Alfred like, should have been kicked out I'm of the sure, camp, but like to, fucking six weeks before that, <laughs> six peeps yeah. ago. Yeah, I'm sure, but still to tell to tell the story. When he was breathing on people's feet, to turn, people's to, turn, underwear. to turn a guy who you burned alive into a horror tale that yeah. you can sell off to kids, yeah, whether cautionary or not, yeah. is a dick move. It's a dick move to the highest degree. Yeah, the fact that you keep coming back every year to yeah. tell that tale well, about well, the time I burned a guy alive. It's, a, it's okay, it's okay, Chris, because it's a different camp. You know, let me tell you about that guy. Let me, let, me, let me tell you about the time I ruined that guy's life. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, Because they also murdered a lady before that to get a head. What? What do you mean? The skull. Where they get that skull? They had to kill somebody for that skull. That's That's true. They do. They do collect a stranger to death. No, they're not. But I'm a reformed murderer, guys. It's all behind me now. Maybe he just sees a lot of a lot of himself in Alfred. Alfred's kind of a creep. He's a creep. He's a murderer. He digs up dead bodies. Yeah. Maybe that's the whole thing. Alfred, I know your tendencies. I know what you're. The end of this movie is actually. I can help you. Don't worry. It gets better. Look at me. End of this movie is really weird too, as far as the setting change. It is weird. It is weird. Well, it ends up we end up inside of an uh, abandoned mine shaft. Yeah, yeah kind of. well, like yeah. where the fuck? The, apparently, yeah. the I kept, camp like, is what a, factory. Is this? Yeah, I kept like, thinking like, is this a quarry? No, mine? you know what is I said. This... They, I was like, oh, they they said the camp burnt down. This is Camp Blackfoot. It's burnt down. Well, I thought that too, but then I was and looking at they, the way the walls were cut, and I'm like, this no looks way. like a quarry mine. <laughs> yeah. No, I, as I told Chris as we were watching it, I said, oh, they ended up in the city of Zinge in, in the Congo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the secret. You never knew that this was actually taking place yeah. a mile away from the yeah, city. This, of is, this yeah. is canon with Congo. Yeah. Yeah. It is. You didn't know that this was know taking that. place in the D in, in Africa. A lot of people don't know <laughs> that. So funny. Yeah, it is a weird change. Like I actually wish it would have gone down at the camp where Blackfoot. Yeah, it, it like, all made sense to end there. Like, why did it go to a mine? Especially if if <laughs> Great Todd location. was one yeah. of the kids. Free location. Free location. Nah, this is this is where I felt like this ending got real rushed. Yeah, they were like, yeah. "Yeah, all right, let's take care of this. Let's end <laughs> yeah. this." Yeah, where do they end up? Oh, well, the because mind. Alfred gets Alfred gets caught, and for some reason, this is the first time this oh. the killer's like, "I'm not going to kill you Remorse. right away." Yeah, yeah. I want to like, play with my prey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. nowhere no, else in this film is was, he doing that. You know why? It was a trap. It was a trap set for Todd. He had no idea that Todd was. He's, yeah, because he he set it for Todd. That's why he fucking injured him and had it to where the blade. Oh my god, that hurt my arm so bad. He was the bait. It. Oh, where he's, he, he pins him to the wall pins using him the, to the wall with the with the shears. Right, yeah. right. Oh God, ow! So, so then let's talk about that. Is that do you think that that's the major thing? Is that this whole thing is Cropsy's attempt to try to get Todd, get Todd, Todd? I think I do. And then uh, I'm wondering, like, yeah. would have been interesting if they showed the other guys get killed. It would have been interesting. It that would have made more sense. It actually would have been interesting to see Cropsy like go to the public library, do some research on Todd, find out where he's working these days, yeah. and then realize, oh, he's still at summer camp. Okay, now yeah. now I know where he's at. That would have explained it a lot better for me. It would have too. How yeah. he just randomly stumbled upon a completely separate camp than the one that he was burned at. Yeah, and it happened to find the guy that burned him. Right. Yeah. 
It's a a series of coincidences that I don't know if I buy. It worked out well for him at at first. (laughs) Okay, so they're in the mine, and basically uh, it's about a five-minute scene where... Cropsy is walking with a flamethrower. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> For some reason. For some reason. And then the flamethrower looks like it's from the 1800s. I don't know how he got it working. No, it looks like a, like a World War II one. Like, <laughs> like and he's basically basically bringing it around to, to a rusty burn, flamethrower to burn <laughs> to burn Todd. He wants to to burn Todd, but then he turns it off. Yeah, he turns it off, and then works in the shadows. Yeah, he goes back to where he, he he's is the dark, best. Because he's Dark Man. <laughs> he's Dark Man. <laughs> he looks like he lives Dark in man. the shadows now. <laughs> he does. He does look like Dark Man. His character is very similar. Yeah. So, uh, what happens from there? He b- comes out of the shadows. Well, Todd, Todd finds Todd finds Arthur. Art Arthur. Alfred. Alfred. No. <laughs> we have Sorry. Mike. Jesus. Yeah. Todd. You find, done, Mike? No. <laughs> Todd finds Todd finds Alfred stapled to the wall with some fucking grooming, some shears. Yeah, which again, most painful. Fucking. I can't even. I can't even. I couldn't even process what that pain would be. I. I was. Watch, I was seriously like my arm hurt. I felt the phantom pain. Yeah. You yeah. ever have phantom pains when yeah. you're watching some Sometimes. of these movies? I do. It's like a little yeah. shock. Yeah, where you're like, no, I feel it on my arm right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's cutting me right now. Yeah. Or, I'm or dying. I, yeah. <laughs> I'm throwing up with you. I'm throwing up with you right now. I feel it in my stomach too. So yeah. So Todd tries to uh, save Alfred, and then the killer who has a flamethrower mm-hmm. decides I'm going to hit him. Yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna punch him. I'm going to f- bop him one. <laughs> they give him a little rabbit punch. They get in a fight. <laughs> they, get in a fight. they start throwing a lot of carts at each other. Push yes. a lot of carts at each other. Yeah. It's a whole mine cart fight. That happens. <laughs> 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 the real Donkey Kong Country. Right? <laughs> oh, shit. And then they stab him to the wall. So, yeah, he gets... He Stabs uses his own shears, right? No, Alfred comes behind him, stabs him with the shears. Oh, yes. stabs him in the back with the shears. Yes, yes. and happens. then he goes down. He goes down, and we have the we have the the fake death, the fake the fake death. You gotta always have a fake classic, one. classic one fake, death. fake death. And he pops back up. He does. Where does he pop back up at? They're out of the mine. They're time, like right? walking no. away. At the, no, they decided to go left, and they took two steps. And, he and is this up. the point where we see Cropsy's face for the first time? No, no, no. no. We see it when he's got the flamethrower. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah when he All looks right. like Chris brought it up while watching it, he looks just like Jason Voorhees. And yeah, he films. looks a lot like Jason Voorhees yeah. in later films. Yes. Like, well, Tom Savini probably just used the same mold. Probably like you know. Made a little color change. Yeah. Possibly. I mean, yeah, it, I felt like a lot of these effects screamed Friday the 13th oh, to yeah. me for some reason. A shitload of them did, dude. Yeah. Yeah, but he pops up and he grabs Alfred, right? Yeah. Right. He grabs Alfred and then uh, Todd sinks an axe through the back of his head. Damn. And he's still, but he's still alive at this point. I'm pretty sure he's dead at this point. He's I'm, yeah, not, I'm not going to lie to you guys. Point. I'm pretty sure he's dead at this point. So Alfred just burns a dead corpse. Yeah. But they burn, that's what no, I thought too. No, because they burn the corpse and the arms start moving. Does it? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That's got to that's that's be like, that's got to be like muscle memory. Just like neural. neural that, that's neural response. His body's just that, twitching that from axe, getting shook in the that brain. That the head is pretty fucking brutal. Oh, yeah. It, looks, yeah. it, it like staples him to the fucking pillar there, basically. It's a simple but very cool and effective kill. It's yeah, just it like, just like the way it's executed looks brutal. Yeah, Tom Savini man <laughs> coming in. <laughs> then we, <laughs> then we cut to the police helicopter that only has a pilot inside. <laughs> well, guys, what do we got here? Huh? Uh, what do we got going on? I'm not uh, actually an officer <laughs> of the law. Just stopping by. I saw some <laughs> shit was going on. Uh, how's it going? <laughs> 
I don't know why that made me laugh so much, but it's just like really the helicopter has like one dude in it. Like, yeah. Then it does the uh, you know then it does the the ending where it passes on the torch of the killer to uh, Alfred and he's that was Alfred older right holding telling the ga- campfire story at the end. That's what I I don't know if that's him or not. That's what I couldn't I figure it out of, if it was I him or not. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't figure it out. I thought it was, but I'm like made you made, yeah. made you think that. Tired. I'm tired. What do you mean you're tired? We're doing all the work up here. Shut up, with stops! Hey, 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 will you all please shut the fuck up and just keep paddling, okay? All right. Let's go. Eddie? Eddie? What? How come Karen left really? Hey, look, it's like Michelle said, okay? She was upset about something, all right? Come on, we're not... And we're back. And let's let's you know what? Let's just let's uh, Should we do it? We should we should just rate this man sure, with Jammer. Sure, 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 right. sure. Chris, what are we rating it? Oh, gardening shears. Giant gardening shears. Giant ones, not little ones. Well, no, like hedge clippers. What do they call them? Hedge clippers? They're gardening shears. Yeah, they're gardening shears, Giant, I think yeah. so. Sharp I'll go, ass. Gardening. I'll go first. I'll go first. Okay. You're gonna go first? Yeah. Cody's gonna lead us. Yeah. I'm gonna come in at a 3.5 with this movie. I had a lot of fun with this movie. I think it's pretty good as far as slashers go. I'm surprised it's not talked about more. I think it should be. Uh, I'm glad we're doing an episode on it. Uh, there are some things it does that is, is, I don't know if they did it first or who did it first or if it's just a hodgepodge of everything, but I don't know. I feel like the campers are really likable in the middle half of the, like the middle part of the film where it's more of like a camp story. Uh, I didn't get bored with the movie, and then it picks up perfectly right where you know it has to with the goddamn canoe kill. So I don't know. I I have a lot of fun with this movie. I would recommend that you see it. And yeah, three point five for me. Nice. Great slasher, fun slasher, fun slasher. Yeah. Oh, you can't go to Chris. <laughs> I know. I'm just not sure which one of you two I want to go to for. Let's go to Mike. He looks like he wants to talk. Not really, but okay, I'll do it. Uh, I'm gonna give this a two and a half. Um. I actually like the Prowler more than this, I think, <laughs> in terms of a slasher. I don't know why. It, mm. it just felt like I thought I actually kind of was kind of bored out through this film. Didn't really captivate me that much. Um, I think maybe it's because I feel like I felt like maybe the kills were too far apart. I don't know if anybody felt that way. There's a lot. A lot of the times, the kids are all just fucking around with one another. And there's a part of me that was kind of like, you know, after after we established that this was a a camp place, and some of the camp kids were weird. I felt like it. Okay, did anybody get the impression of this like weird roller coaster of like danger, and then kids fucking around and falling back into their place again? Danger, and then kids falling around. Like in, at no point in time do I ever feel like these kids are ever taking the danger seriously until maybe they get in the raft and they're like, "Let's get the fuck out of here." Hmm. Like you know, it's like Karen goes missing, and they don't. They're just kind of like, it seems like it's an afterthought after it happens. Yeah. And then they go back to being goofy kids and fucking Jason Alexander's making cracky jokes and shit. Like, and I just kind of was like, (laughs) after a while, I was kind of getting bored of it all. And I just wanted it to really, I really wanted a sense of danger. And it's something that I feel like this film doesn't really capture until maybe the last quarter, I think, before they really feel that way. But, um,. Yeah, for those reasons, I think uh, I'm gonna give it a two and a half. But great effects, the the kills are are awesome. Uh, like Cody said, there's a lot of cool flesh work, I guess you would call it, like with 
things stabbing into people and twisting and turning. <laughs> I don't know work. what you would call that. I don't know what you call that, but I feel no, like practical, work. practical effects. Flesh work works for me. <laughs> yeah, but like there's practical effects. <laughs> there's like melt movies and all that type of thing. There's certain types of different things. This is a flesh work movie. <laughs> it's a flesh work movie. It's a real flesh worker. <laughs> um, yeah. So and then there there are some shining stars that came out of this film. I mean. Say Jason Alexander came out of this. Holly Hunter. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly, we didn't talk much about her because she didn't really do anything. She do anything. She's in this film. Uh, so there you go. There's the history a little bit with my review. <laughs> All right. But 2.5, you said? I don't remember I anymore. Two. I talked myself into something else. Say I think. 2 or 2.5? I said 2.5. I said a 2.5. There you go. Kyle? Uh, I'm coming in at a three on this. Um, yeah, I thought for. For a slasher movie, I did I did find it entertaining. I liked the kills, the stock and prey aspect of it. I thought was was cool. I agree with Mike. There is like a a, a middle segment where I feel like this movie drags um, a bit, um, and I also feel like they missed a, they 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 missed an opportunity to make it a little more of a mystery, which is what I feel like is what made Friday Thirteenth work, and that one works so well. Is that like you don't necessarily know who's killing because I was thinking when I was watching this movie, I I instantly thought of two other movies when I was watching this one, and they were, neither of them were Friday Thirteenth. It was actually Terror Train and Prom Night mm-hmm. because both of those have a very prominent somebody gets fucked with at the beginning of the film, and then we're just kind of transported into you know now net nowadays present day and like you know, kids start getting off to one by one and then you're, try- you're trying to put the pieces together. And I like that aspect. I didn't like that they did the- in this movie is they had the random hook kill at the beginning. I thought that was just pointless to the, to the rest of the film. Um, but at the end of the day, I thought some of the jump scares were actually good. Some of the kills made me fucking cringe and gross out. Like, they did a solid job on that on that front. So, yeah, I'm coming in at a three. The bird out of the the cabin scared the shit out of me. The dove. <laughs> really? First when time I watched that? it, it jumped. Where? Where was the bird? It was when um, it's when he opens up like the arm. What is he? What is it that he's opening? Like a cat? Yeah, it's like a, a cabinet, cabin. and like a fucking bird flies out. Yeah, he's he's walking <laughs> yeah. back to the the bunk because fish. I vaguely remember this there. now. Yeah, it's the it's the oh yeah. shit. Okay, Todd. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very scary. <clears throat> Let's go to Chris. This is actually like the most fun I've had watching a slasher in quite a long time. And, you know, like I said, I hadn't seen it before. And actually, like all the way through, I was really into it uh, so much so that, you know, I had to pause it and come back to it. And I didn't want to because I was really engaged. Um, I liked all the characters from the get go, even though some of them were very cringy and rapey and weird, like. For some reason, like they just did a really good job at putting all these kids together and it kind of worked like like as an archetypical character, like they kind of hit them all. And, you know, I don't necessarily like Alfred's character because he's so creepy, but I think it definitely makes the movie memorable that he is that he's like that. (laughs) Um, It paces out like a little slow in the middle. I'll totally agree with that. Like it slows down. You're kind of like, oh, God, when, you know, I was even asking, when's the first kill going to go on? I thought this was a slasher movie, you know, and finally we get to it in that raft scene and it kind of picks up from there. I do feel like the end was rushed through a little bit and that setting was kind of weird to put them in. Like, why a mine shaft? Like, why are we fucking going here? You know? Um, but overall, like I liked it. I had a lot of fun watching it. I thought the cinematography, it was actually really great. The locations were really great, like, uh, for the most part. Um, 
the acting was on point. The lighting was on point. Like production wise, it felt good. Like for a slasher film, um, I'm gonna give it a three point five. I, I would actually own this, and I would go back and watch it again. And I, I I do like that a lot of these people pop up in other films later on down the and other things down the road. So the burning's awesome. Check it out. That's our show for this week. But before we go, we got a review to do. Let's do that review. Let's do it, Cody. All right, let me see here. This is from Sublick. This is left on Friday. Super. <laughs> Don't need to say that. <laughs> nobody, nobody. Title of it. No, I like the, you know, I, I'm going to do it my way. I haven't done one in a long time, Chris, okay? You're doing it wrong, Cody. Title of this right one, way. Title of this one's called Awesome Stuff, Five Stars. Discovered you guys two weeks ago and have listened to roughly 10 or 11 episodes so far. That's more than most people. Found you guys <laughs> from the kids review and am really loving the show. Was super surprised to find out you guys are in AZ2. We are coming down to the film bar November 23rd. See Gummo. Uh, would love to hear you guys' thoughts about Brick by Ryan jo- Rain Johnson. That'd be an interesting one to do. If I you love that movie. Want to hear in-depth and fun conversations on cult movies? This is the absolute best podcast to get that fix taken care of. That's a bold hey, statement. Thank you, thank you, Sublick. thank you, Sublick. Awesome. All right, thank you for that review. That was awesome. Thank you very much. Do us a favor. Head over to iTunes. Leave us a review. We'll give you a shout out at the end of the show. Uh, head over to coldfilmreview.com. Check out the latest videos and all of our episodes are on there. You can also go to uh, coldfilmreview.com to get a t-shirt if you'd like one of those. You can uh, follow us on social media at coldfilmreview on Instagram, coldfilm underscore review on Twitter. Make sure you check out our Facebook page. You can follow Kyle at... You can follow me on Instagram at coldfilm underscore Kyle. You can follow Chris at... Coltfilm underscore Chris on Instagram. You can follow Mike at, at Mike Solicio on Twitter. And you can follow me at VHS Collect on Instagram and Snapchat. That's our show for this week. Remember, if you're going to join a cult, make sure they watch good movies. We'll see you next time.